Well, greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome to the YouTube channel. My name is John Campia, and this is a very special open spoiler discussion about The Boys Season 3, Episode 7. And it is great to have you guys here. And uh, listen, just in case you didn't catch that, this is going to be a fully open spoiler discussion format. If you have not yet watched The Boys Season 3, Episode 7 episode, you may want to, you know, just kind of uh, move away from uh, this video and come back to it a little bit later because we're going to talk about it in all of its open spoilery goodness. And it's good to have you guys here. Now, before I get rolling on this too much, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a warning, uh, as I did in the John Cambie Show. <clears throat> you guys know uh, I have had a uh, fairly bad cough for a couple of weeks now. And I, I get this about once a year. I haven't had it for about two years. I've been lucky. But uh, going back to since I was like 20 years old, I get this about once a year. I'll get sick for a few days and then I'll get this cough and the cough will hang in there for like four to six weeks. So I've had it for a couple of weeks already. I will probably have it for a couple of more weeks just to give you guys a heads up. So you'll have to forgive me if I uh, start using halls or whatever during the show or if I have to clear my, clear my throat a lot. But I wanted to make sure we did this open spoiler discussion anyway because uh, this episode, my goodness, guys. And by the way, hello to everybody who's here. Calvin Patel, uh, Diddler, uh, Bungo, uh, Grant White, Stevie, everybody who's in here right now. Welcome here as we talk about the show. So <clears throat> coming out of Herogasm, right? you're thinking to yourself, and I know I'm thinking to myself, what the hell, by the way, uh, Bamaham Young became a director of our, in our uh, membership stuff. Thank you, Bamaham Young, for joining our membership and for joining at the director level. Um, coming out of Herogasm, and you know, me and Robert talked about this on the show a little bit earlier today. You, you can't help but wonder, where do you go from that, Right? Like, where do you go from Herogasm? How do you, well, not only, not how do you top Herogasm, but where do you go after an episode like that? Not just from the nuttiness of it and the bonkersness of it, but from the, like, the really heavy drama that went on in that episode. Where do you go? And their answer was this. This episode was so good. The backstory on Billy Butcher was amazing. The stuff on Black Noir, amazing. The stuff with Frenchie and Kimiko, amazing. The scene with Homelander and Starlight, amazing. And I can't wait to see what the repercussions are going to be on that. <clears throat> the stuff with the scene with Homelander and Maeve. Dear God, I mentioned on the John Cabe show earlier today, like every time you feel like they can't do anything to make Homelander seem more vile and more terrifying, every episode they find a way to do it. Because that moment in that episode to yesterday or last night that I watched it, when he's like, oh, come on, maybe I'm not going to force myself on you. Then he turns dark. I'm going to harvest your eggs. Like, I'm going to violate you even once you're dead, right? <coughs> and that one departing line he had when he said, so, you know, you got it wrong. I'm not letting you live. I'm keeping you alive. 
I'm keeping you alive. And that, again, they just continue to find ways to make Homelander all the more vile and all the more terrifying, uh, all this stuff. And then again, some great stuff with Soldier Boy, right? First of all, the scene with the grandmothers in the bedroom, within the Legends bedroom. And like Legends says, oh my God, I got to burn the seat. I got to burn the sheets. It's like, you don't understand, guys. They're like fine wine. They get better with age, which is probably true. But still, what a shocking scene. Um, Just on and on. Okay, so let's talk about the Blackmore War. And just so you know, guys, I'm going to talk here for about 15 minutes, and then we will spend the rest of our day just taking your live comments and questions that you guys are already sending in. But let's, let, let me start with this Black Noir scene. <clears throat> when he walks in, at first, I didn't know if it was real. When all the cartoon characters started coming out and, and all and coming to life and all that kind of stuff, at first I thought, oh, this is like some kind of magical place. But it's all coping mechanism in his head since he was a child, right? Black Noir. And so not only did we get the retelling of Billy's story, understanding what happened to his little brother, the abuse he faced at his home, why he had that antagonism with his father, all that kind of stuff. But we also then get backstory on Noir and maybe even more revealing backstory on Noir. Like <clears throat> not just for revealing for Black Noir's backs, but even more color and more depth in our understanding of Soldier Boy. That Black Noir was abused, like beaten to within an inch of his life. And I'm guessing that that one flashback we saw, reenacted by the animated creatures, my guess is that wasn't the first time Black Noir got the shit kicked out of him by Soldier Boy. And here's an interesting thing, too. We see Soldier Boy getting his brain cracked out and his face all messed up. But we saw him get his face completely messed up as well in that flashback scene when Soldier Boy got taken, right? Because he took that explosion and he's like reaching for his mask to put his mask back on. So I don't know. He he got deformed multiple times. I don't know if there, there was one time that was definitive and one time that he healed from because he does have a healing factor, I believe. So I don't know about all that. But all that stuff about what goes on in Noir's mind was like amazing to me. How they're going to deal with Starlight catching Homelander streaming to her fans and all that kind of stuff, that I don't know. I mean, the whole um, seven-on-seven news cycle thing about them denouncing, oh, she's just a jilted girlfriend. She's actually a traitor. She's this and that and the other thing. You, that was kind of predictable. You knew they're going to do that. But now how they come back from this, I'm not really sure. Like, I'm not really sure. Because that's that's going to go to the next level. So I don't know what they're going to do about that. It might open the way for Stan Edgar to come back. So after that video that Starlight puts out, it, it could be that the board decides to bring Stan Edgar back. Again, I don't know. I'm just speculating here out of my ass. But, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, none of us think Stan Edgar is actually gone, right? He's like the most powerful character in the show even though he doesn't have any superpowers. So that was intense. But let's talk for a second here about the Billy Butcher stuff. I, my heart was broken. That entire sequence of scenes showing us the background of Billy with his little brother and his family. And, I mean, we knew he had a brother named Lenny, and we knew Lenny died. I wasn't prepared that Lenny ultimately committed suicide. 
that the situation at home was so bad that the kid just decided to end his own life. And here's the thing, too. You could understand where Billy was coming from. Like, Billy was like, if I stay, I am going to kill our father. And our father seems to hate me the most. So if I'm not here, it might actually be easier on my little brother if I go. And then he goes off and joins the military and he legitimately can't get away to get back to check in on his brother because they won't let him off the barracks. And then, but how would you tell yourself that? <laughs> how would you tell yourself it's not your fault? If you're Billy Butcher, how do you tell yourself it's not your fault? It doesn't matter if all that made sense that if you stayed, you were going to kill your father. That if you weren't there, there's a good chance the dad might go easier on the little brother. And then once you were away, you, you tried to get away, but you couldn't. You were stuck on barracks. You can tell yourself all those facts, as I'm sure Billy Butcher did. But at the end of the day, that won't be enough to convince yourself to forgive yourself. And Butcher's clearly still living with all that guilt. Now... <clears throat> That might lead, I've seen some people wondering, and tell me, you guys got to let me know what you think about this. That when he woke up out of the trance, the very first thing he does is he apologizes to Huey, right? So when um, Starlight tells Butcher that the V, whatever the name of the, the temporary V compound is, when Starlight tells Butcher that this drug they've been taking is going to kill them, People go, well, why didn't Billy tell, why didn't Billy tell Huey? I personally think, and you got to tell me if you think I'm right or wrong about this. I personally think the reason Billy didn't tell Huey was because I, he probably believes Huey wouldn't care that Huey was, is going to take it anyway and take the risk. And I think Billy wants to save Huey. And I think Billy is just setting up to ditch Huey and to get Huey out of the picture to protect Huey. I don't know that for sure. Oh, and, and you guys are telling me in the live chat, it's called V24. Thank you. V24 is the name of the stuff. So I think he's just setting up um, Huey to get rid of him, to protect him for his own sake. At least that's what I'm guessing. I, I don't know for sure, but that's what I'm guessing. And then the last thing I want to talk about here for a second is the ending of the episode. And that ending is Soldier Boy finding out that he's Homelander's father. And Homelander finding out that Soldier Boy is his dad. Now, this narratively is so fucking rich because the concept of father and son is something that's been obsessing with Homelander for a long time. Not only with his own real son, but the fact that he's even thinking now further about having a father-son relationship, hence his conversation with Maeve, right? So to find out that he does indeed have a father that was kept away from him, that could be incredibly interesting. <clears throat> and of course, Soldier Boy, what do you do when you find out this guy you've been, you, you almost killed, you find out that this guy's actually your son. 
And, and he says to Homelander, the situation's changed because you're my son. And so now we're all wondering, is Soldier Boy and Homelander going to team up and God help the world if they do? Because if Soldier Boy and Homelander teams up, I mean, as it stands, the world would probably have a hard enough time standing against Homelander alone. Now, we saw that Billy, Huey, and Soldier Boy could take him down. So my guess is, is if a good 15 or 20 soups banned against Homelander, they could win. But <clears throat> Soldier Boy and Homelander together, that poses a big problem. So I just said a little bit earlier that, hey, maybe, you know, the board of Vought says we got to get rid of Homelander and we're bringing about Stan Egger. But it could also very well be that Homelander who already thinks he should be ruling the world, and Soldier Boy, who does not like the way the world looks right now, they could just decide, hey, screw it, singer. You're um, you're not going to be the next president. We're going to be president. Or, or something. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm completely, completely gone off the rails here. I'm not really sure. I'm speculating here like crazy, so I don't really know. But, man... Was that episode good? That episode was so good. And, and like I said on the John Campbell show earlier today, the one thing was when the episode ended and the credits started to roll, on top of this joygasm I had, it's like, oh my God, this episode was so great. Then this really heavy um, sadness came over me with the realization, oh, there's only one episode left. Fuck. There's only one episode left. Oh my God, that hurts so much that there's only one episode left. This show should be 16 episodes. That's just me. I think the show should, should be 16 episodes. Oh, by the way, we never even talked about The Deep. The Deep with the whole three. Because come on, like oh, every, every couple's had that conversation, right? Every couple's had that conversation. But mixing in the whole thing with the squid... And when the deep says she wants to taste you, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And like me and my wife, me and I were just like howling our asses off. It's like, oh my God. Like, so <coughs> I'll be honest with you. I cannot get, I cannot get enough of deep. I mean, in little doses like that, using deep in little doses like that is brilliant for the show. I don't know that I, I'd want to spend too much time on deep, but you just peppering in the little things about deep once in a while. It's uh, it's pretty good. That's pretty gold. Um, and last thing, last thing, uh, A-Train. Now, I know <clears throat> I hear a lot of people saying they thought they should have let A-Train die. It would have been a great ending for the character. It would have kind of been a Vader ending for the character, right? Like a little bit of, I'm going to try to redeem myself as much as I can going out in two ways. Number one, he realized how much he had hurt people. Number two, he heartfeltly apologizes to Huey, showing that he really is now aware of how his actions have hurt people. And then number three, avenging his brother by killing, what was the name of the, by the way, guys in the light chat, what was the name of the hero of the soup that he killed? Um, what was this something bird, Jayhawk, 
Blue Hawk. I can't remember. If you guys can remember the name of that hero that he killed. But it kind of in many ways maybe would have been a great ending for for the care. Blue Hawk. Thank you, uh, Moda Austin was the first one to fire that in Blue Hawk. Thank you, Moda and Alex uh, and Casinema. So Blue Hawk, killing Blue Hawk, that kind of would have been a really poetic, kind of nice ending for A-Train. But I'm not going to lie to you. I was personally happy to see that he was still around in the show. I think there's more for A-Train to do in this show. Now, whether he decides that he is going to continue on this road of redemption now that he's got a second shot at life or whether he falls right back into his old patterns, we'll have to wait and see. But I, for one, was happy to see him still alive. That's just me. Okay. By the way, I'm seeing people saying that the mic is clipping a little bit. Um, I am doing my best. Let me see if I can just adjust it a little bit more. We'll see if that sort of fixes it up a bit. Anyway, uh, so my apologies if the mic is clipping a bit. Sorry about that. Okay. With that all down, guys, let's now spend the rest of the time hearing from you, your thoughts and observations about what we got in uh, The Boys Season 3, Episode 7, I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. I cannot wait for the finale. So let's get on over and see what you guys have to say. Okay. We're going to start things off here with, where are we starting? We are starting with Josh Becker, who writes, Soldier Boy has some of the best one-liners. He really does. And in some ways, he's very much Dean Winchester still, right? Because you can write great one-liners for him. But Jensen Ackles got to deliver them, and he's really delivered them well. Right. Uh, Dan the Megs writes, uh, Don't see how the boys are going to get out of this alive. Assuming they now have to fight Soldier Boy and Homelander, next week is going to be insane. Uh, yes, but here's the thing again. Remember this. Two things. One, Soldier Boy may or may not actually want a relationship with Homelander. And also, don't forget, Soldier Boy may have been lying to Homelander. Like what Mind Flare, whatever the, the dude's name was, what he told Soldier Boy, remember, we didn't hear it. So maybe that's what he told Soldier Boy, but maybe it isn't. And maybe Soldier Boy just came up with this plan. So there's that. But the other thing is, it could be true, but he may not give a shit. Great, you were somebody took my juice and made you out of it. Whatever. That doesn't mean anything. To, I mean, maybe it's that. But the other thing to keep in mind is this. We, Homelander just got beat in a fight, right? Homelander just got beaten in a fight. And like even Star is saying to him, I'm not afraid of you anymore. Like, even Starlight is right up in his face. I'm not afraid of you anymore. And Maeve is like, huh, you just got the shit beat out of you. You're wearing concealer. You have a black eye. And it could be with A-Train and others, and now with the world hearing, all the soups in the world are going to hear that it was Homelander that killed Starlight's ex-boyfriend. It may not have to be just the boys versus... Um, Homelander and Soldier Boy. It might not just be them. We could, I mean, 
listen, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because I don't know, but we could be seeing a lot of very, very interesting things unfold in the next episode. Like we could see the world change in the next, the world of the boys could, could change in the next episode. So we'll see where they go with that. All right. Here are 75 rights. I'm going to predict a few things for the finale. Number one, Homelander and Soldier Boy will take over the U.S. I was just talking about that. Uh, two, Starlight will be depowered. Not sure how they'll do that. Three, Starlight will learn that she is pregnant and Black Noir will die. Starlight being pregnant, I could totally see. Starlight getting depowered, I'm not sure how because right now Soldier Boy is really the only one that's been able to do that. So I'm not sure about that, but that's possible. Black Noir dying, total 50-50. Homelander and Soldier Boy deciding they're just going to run everything, 50-50. So yeah, I think a couple of those things, Hero 75, could definitely come to pass. All right, next up, uh, Charles Still writes, Howdy, you mentioned that there could be one more big supernatural Easter egg. Uh, I think now more than ever, they could play Carry On My Wayward Son. Listen, I'm not going to doubt it at all. Somebody brought this up on the John Campy Show, Charles. I don't doubt for a second that we could hear a rendition of Carry On My Wayward Son. As a matter of fact, we've already seen no less than two flashback scenes of Homeland, or not of Homelander, of Soldier Boy singing classic hits, right? Never marry a beautiful woman. And when he was singing on Solid Gold, I wouldn't doubt at all if they do a flashback of him singing a cover of Carry On My Wayward Son which would be absolutely perfect. All right, next up, Oscar writes, with Butcher and Huey slowly dying from taking Temp V, do you think they'll have to take Compound V and permanently become soups in order to survive? <clears throat> I'll tell you what, Oscar, that's not something I've considered. I haven't considered that. Huh. That's... Hey, man, full applause to you. I, that is really a thought that had not gone through my head about the possibilities of what they could do as far as that goes. But yes, I mean, it, it could be because remember, Starlight just gave the, the real legitimate compound V to uh, Kimiko, right? And she saw that it worked or it can work. And it could be that they get to a point where it looks like maybe Huey's going to die and Starlight decides to give him Compound V. Again, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but it's an interesting idea, Oscar. Well thought, man. All right, uh, next up, Mola Awesome writes, I'm the biggest Marvel fanboy, but I love the boys more than any TV Marvel has ever done. It just keeps getting better every, uh, every following episode. Listen, I, I said this for a while said, all due respect to all the great superhero TV out there, but for my money, the three best superheroes things on TV running are Doom Patrol, The Boys, and Umbrella Academy. <laughs> I think that's the gold standard of stuff that's running right now. I'm not talking about stuff like Punisher or Daredevil, things that were out years ago. I'm talking about current things right now. Um, and The Boys might be at the head of the line. They're great. As a matter of fact, the only thing in the last couple of years I might, might think is better than boys is WandaVision. But that's close. So I'm not even sure there. But yeah, it's been incredible, man. All right. Keegan Lagerval Lager, writes, predictions. Uh, the, the address Vicky gave Homelander was Ryan's. That's possible. Soldier Boy kills Noir. Total coin toss on that. Maeve kills herself. I don't think she will. 
I don't think she will. Starlight tells Huey the truth about Temp V. Absolutely, that's going to happen. I think they're going to mount a rescue of Maeve. Now, think about this. Remember I was talking about how the soups now know that Homelander is not invulnerable. Home, the world will now know that the Homelander can be beat. And I cannot help but wonder if Starlight and Maeve become the front forces and the front faces of gathering other soups to stand against Homelander. Especially now, like I said, the soups of the world now know that Homelander killed one of their own. So I don't know. We'll have to see. But those are some good predictions, Keegan. All right, next up. Um, Fredo writes, Guys, this episode was absolutely crazy. Did you guys still think Black Noir is Homelander? Uh, I think it might be someone else, but who knows? No, Black Noir is not Homelander. So look, in the comic books, you eventually find out that Black Noir is actually a Homelander clone. That they actually cloned Homelander and Black Noir was a Homelander clone. That is clearly not the case here. We've seen Black Noir's real face. Clearly not a Homelander clone. Uh, so I don't think they're going to go in that direction. All right. Um, Fredo also writes, who's worse, Homelander or Soldier Boy? Thanks, guys. I think Homelander. Soldier Boy is a total dick. Total dick. But there's another level of psychosis. There's another level of vileness that goes to Homelander. So personally, just my opinion, I think Homelander's worse. All right. A-Rod 2006 writes, so Homelander might be a real human being. Wow. I mean, that's going to come as a, that's the thing, A-Rod. It's going to come as a shock, I think, to a lot of people in that the boys world. I think it's going to come to a shock to a lot of people. All right. Ryan Loner writes, I can't count uh, all the times I've shouted to a movie slash show character, why aren't you recording this? So it's great to see Starlight actually do it. Here's the thing. I actually realized I knew she was doing it. Not when the conversation first started, but about halfway through, the way she was leading the question, she was asking leading questions, right? She was saying things to Homelander that felt like things she was saying to him specifically designed to get a certain response from him. Especially when she asked him about the the ex-boyfriend that Homelander killed. By the way, guys, what was <clears throat> uh what was what what was Annie's ex-boyfriend's name again? The one that Homelander killed? Do me a favor, throw I know it's like a one word thing. Throw throw it in in the live chat there if you guys remember what it's gonna be. Um But yeah, that was great to see. And I'm surprised that Homelander held himself back and didn't make the situation worse by just going off and killing Starlight right then and there. So that was interesting to see. Okay, uh, next up. Oh, and by the way, wow, and Patrick and Mad1306 and Andy all write in Supersonic. Thank you, guys. Yes, it was Supersonic. So did Scotty Hale and a few other people. Thank you, guys. Supersonic, when he killed Supersonic. All right, next up. Uh, Mark Netto writes, uh, how will A-Train deal with the heart transplant? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Um, but they said that this new heart they gave him, the Blue Hawk heart, is going to make him as good as new, <clears throat> right? He's not going to have any issues anymore. So is he able, and then they mentioned he does have, a, he has a more rapid healing system. So he could be up on his feet and better than ever. I mean, I don't know. We'll have to see. But now he's going to have to struggle with this awful guy who 
paralyzed his own brothers, his heart is now beating his chest. So I'm sure we're going to have to see him dealing with that a little bit too. All right. Um, Evelyn writes, great episode, love Soldier Boy, but I didn't like A-Train is Alive. You're not alone, Evelyn. Other people didn't like it too. Hope there is a good reason, but dying last week would have been a great closure. Well, I agree. Like I said a little bit earlier, I agree. I think it would have been a very poetic, satisfying ending to the A-Train storyline. But I really do like this character, <clears throat> even when he's awful. And so I think there could be some very, very interesting thing coming things coming for A-Train, especially with the situation he's in right now. I think it could be very, very narratively interesting. All right. Um, where are we at? Andy writes, Soldier Boy didn't kill the mind-controlled priest and nun. Uh, that was Dean Winchester killing a clearly possessed priest and nun. That would have been perfect, right? Like, if when Soldier Boy, a.k.a. Dean Winchester, shot them in the head, if the black smoke came out, I would have been, oh, man, that's way too good. That's way too good. That Anyway, good shout-out to that on that, Andy. Good callback on that. All right, Alex Matter writes, I'm not letting you live. I'm keeping you alive. Wow. The writers knocked it out of the park this episode. You're absolutely right, Alex. But when do they not? Right? That's one of the crazy things about this show. When do they not knock it out of the park? It's just like episode after episode after episode. They just keep killing it. And that whole line about, I'm going to harvest your eggs. And he could have just walked in the room and said, well, Maeve, just so you know, I, I think I'm, I need more prodigy in this world, so I'm going to harvest your eggs. And yeah, that would have been shocking, but the way he sets it up with, Maeve, come on, I'm not going to force myself on you. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to harvest your eggs. I mean, it's the setup, right? The line, I'm going to harvest your eggs. Shocking on its own, yeah. But you set it up right, it goes beyond shocking. And that's the brilliance of the writing here, man. Absolutely. All right. Um, where are we at? Scotty Hale writes, love the Kimiko slash Frenchie material felt earned. That relationship is so tender and sweet and beautiful. It's, it's just a two people finding love. It sounds, I know it sounds corny to say, but these two individuals finding love as broken people in a very broken world in some very fucked up circumstances, and yet they find something that's just so beautifully pure. This 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 relationship between them is just such a sweet thing. Um, I'm absolutely loving it. Absolutely loving it. All right. Uh, Moda Awesome writes, <clears throat> by the way, I theorize that Soldier Boy and Stormfront were Homelander's parents. Also, the reveal of Starlight live streaming Homelander was, ex was epic. It absolutely was. It absolutely was. Somebody brought up and asked on the John Campy show today if we think that maybe Stormfront might be Homelander's mother. I don't think it is because obviously Stormfront would have known that and they they seem to cover that she did have a child, but she knew who that child was and they already did that story. So listen, I don't think they're going to say that Stormfront was his mother. That said... Rob put it well when he when he mentioned that. I wouldn't put it by the writers of The Boys either. I mean, again, I think it would be narratively inconsistent with what we've seen in the previous season, but I wouldn't put anything by them at this point. All right. <clears throat> Thanks for that, Moto Awesome. Next up, Andy writes, 
One of two. If the boys season three finale lands, then deciding between between which season is the best would be like picking the best John Wick film. All three are excellent, and it would be hard to argue against which of the three is best. Actually, you know what? To me, the John Wick part is easy. I, I think John Wick 3 is easily the best of the John Wick films. I think John Wick 2 is clearly the weakest. Um, that's just me. And if the finale lands, I have no problem saying I think this is the best season of the boys we've had. I mean, it's just done such a great job of building on the foundations that the previous seasons have built. It's just done such a great job in that way. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if it lands, if it lands, I'm going to say this has been the best season they've done. All right. Toshi Victor writes, bravery is being scared and doing it anyway. Yeah, I've heard that somewhere else before. There's another show that did it. Like, courage isn't the lack of being afraid. It's being afraid and doing what you need to do anyway. Or I, I mean, I've heard something like that. But the way that damn little... Character said it was pretty beautiful, Toshi. All right, uh, next up, we got Sam Fisher, who writes, I had a theory that Homelander would be dead slash out of commission by season end, and the boys would have to deal with a bigger problem of their own making, Soldier Boy. Maybe I was wrong. Yeah, like, so <clears throat> I think what is clear is that Homelander is the upgrade, right? In a straight-up even one-on-one -on -one fight, if Homelander and Soldier Boy were to fight 10 times, I think Homelander wins seven or eight of those fights. Soldier Boy wins two to three of those fights. Homelander is the upgrade. <clears throat> so Soldier Boy would actually not be a bigger threat. But who knows what else might come? Who knows what else might come? And, and let's not forget, remember I was talking about how maybe some of the other suit, soups start to band together, realizing that Homelander, number one, is a monster. Number two, have been killing their own. And number three, can be hurt. He can be stopped. Let's not forget that on top of Starlight and Maeve and maybe A-Train and <clears throat> a number of other soups, let's not forget Homelander has a son who hates him, who they've already speculated in the show could be more powerful than Homelander. Because when Homelander, I blasted, <laughs> no, that's not a sexual innuendo, by the way. But when Homelander, I blasted Stormfront, she just got off on it. Remember that? She like opened up her her, her shirt. It's like, oh yeah. Like when, when he was eye blasting her, right? When Homelander's son, I blasted her, he fried her to a crisp. He fried her to a crisp, amputating a couple of her limbs, all that kind of stuff. So I think they are kind of saying that that the sun is so the sun could come into play there too, Sam. We'll have to wait and see. All right. Sam also writes, Noir, <coughs> pardon me. Noir. No, more than ever is now more than ever is probably what you meant to say, is the most interesting character on the show. Listen, he is always ranked right up there. Black Noir has always ranked right up there uh, among the most interesting characters in the show. Right from season one, when at the Seven headquarters, as Homelander is reprimanding all the Seven about the job they've been doing, blah, blah, blah. And then he stops and goes, not you, Noir. You're doing great. And Noir's like, eh, or whatever. Like, right from that moment, 
<clears throat> Noir's been one of the most interesting characters. But that whole scene with the animated characters just takes it up to another level, man. All right. Siple uh, Swadi writes, Hello, Mr. John. I got no notes. This episode is great. It absolutely is great, uh, Siple. It absolutely is great. I was so delighted with it. The narrative, the story, the character depth, just doing such a great job with it. Thanks for sharing that, man. All right, next up. Casinema Reviews writes, one of two. <clears throat> the thing is, to be American is knowing you're the hero. So what do we do? We sweep all of our filthy crap under the rub, rug and we tell ourselves a myth. Yeah, that, that was the legend who said that, I think. Like Soldier Boy. And I get, uh, st and I get stinking rich selling it. Loved uh, that line from the legend. How good is Paul Reiser in this role? Paul Reiser's great, man. By the way, he's killing it right now. He's on two of the best things on TV right now. In uh, Stranger Things and in The Boys. I've always loved Paul Reiser. I think he's great. And by the way, let's... <clears throat> look, I'm not... I, I am not going to get political. Okay, you know, I, I, I keep politics off my show. But... And at least you can't talk about the boys and not at least mention the very clear and obvious political satire that they are that they take and that they make and that they do very effectively and very potently. Uh, it's it's pretty interesting stuff that they do there. But you're absolutely right. The lines themselves were great. Paul Reiser delivering those lines kind of takes it to the next level. What was the line he said, too? There were two Cheryls in that bed or two Chrissies in that bed. I can't remember what the line was. But he can tell the most raunchy kind of thing, but then he can say something really profound like that, which is what makes that character really cool. All right. <coughs> Pardon me, guys. Next up. Chuck Bartowski writes, wait a minute. Storefront can fly? Mm, yeah. Always could. Now, wait, or at least she was able to use her lightning, her lightning powers as a way of propelling her to flight. So I don't know. Let me, let me ask you guys, let me put up a poll in the, in the live chat here. Um, how, try this again. Um, how did Stormfront fly? Um, flight power or... <clears throat> used uh, her electrical power to do it. So, because those are two different things, right? <clears throat> Having the power of flight is different than using the your electric power to use that to propel you. So those are two different things. So I see where you're going. Are, like you're, you're trying to connect the dots that Stormfront may indeed be Homelander's mom. Again, I don't believe she is. I don't believe she is, but I wouldn't put it past the writers to do that. So let's see. Let me see what you guys are saying in the live chat. So about 100 of you guys have voted already. So right now, about one out of every four of you, 24% of you say she has flight power. 75% of you are saying she used her electrical power to do it. So she doesn't actually have the power of flight like Homelander has. But it's interesting. It's something for us to keep our eyes on. Okay, thanks for voting in that poll, guys. Okay, next up, <clears throat> Sam Fisher writes, uh, will Butcher now be less of a cunt? I think so. Like I said, it looks like he's being as big of a cunt as ever when he tells doesn't tell Huey about the Compound V and it's going to use him to help go get more. 
but I actually think he's setting Huey up to protect him. Now, I could be wrong about that, but that's what I think he's doing. We'll have to, we'll, we'll find out next week. All right, Andy writes, Forget the women in bed with Soldier Boy. Jensen Ackles himself is like fine wine because he only gets better with age. The dude clearly gets hotter with time. Listen, Jensen Ackles, and I say this as a boringly straight heterosexual man, Jensen Ackles is a fucking good-looking dude. He's a really good-looking dude. And, uh, and yeah, the square jawline, the whole Captain America looks, he pulls it off completely, Andy. All right, uh, next up, James Argento writes... <clears throat> I meant early on, I meant early on their show that they frozen Stormfront's eggs, then used a surrogate to make Homelander. Um, that's, that's possible that they took store because she was around in that era, obviously. That's, that's a different approach. You know what? That's a better theory. That's a better theory that they didn't inseminate Stormfront and Stormfront carried a child and delivered a child, but rather Homelander is a pure test tube baby. But didn't they already correct me if I'm wrong in one of the earlier seasons? Did we not get a glimpse of his actual mother? I might not be remembering that right. I might not be remembering that right, but the idea that he is a pure test tube baby that they took the semen of soldier boy, the eggs of Stormfront or whatever her name was at the time and merge them together to make the ultimate test tube baby. That's possible. That's possible. I'm open to that. Well, let's see where they go with that. That that could be, it's a little less creepy too because then that probably means that Stormfront didn't realize Homelander was her son either. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Um. Let's see. Where are we at? We're at James Argento. No, was that? No, we already did James. Okay, next up. <clears throat> Sam Fisher writes. Um, I think part of episode eight will see the boys and Starlight rescue Maeve. I agree. I think we're going to see her get rescued. At least accidentally because they were looking for her. Yeah, I agree. I think they're going to get her out. And this could become a, a new movement of soups lining up against um, Homelander. It could be a civil war situation. I mean, I don't know, but we'll have to see. That's not a bad theory, Sam. Suthius writes, um, Butcher's story is a combination of Chris Peacemaker and Mark uh, Moon Knight, all three having to deal with trauma regarding their siblings and abusive parents. Well, yeah, and, and let's let's call what it is, Suthius, right? Like, we have seen that sort of thing in other shows and movies before that have nothing to do with superhero stories, right? <clears throat> it's not like dealing with an abusive dad was created by Peacemaker. Or dealing with something horrible that happened to a sibling was created with Moon Knight. I mean, we've seen these story things before. The question is, if you decide to employ that kind of a story, do you effectively execute it with a character that will have maximum emotional impact? And they absolutely did that here. So that's a good observation, man. All right. Next up, Sam Fisher writes, What if the season ends with both Homelander and Maeve depowered uh, but whereas Homelander hates it, Maeve loves it. Uh, Maeve loves it a reun and reunited with her girlfriend. I mean, it would be nice for Maeve. Like Maeve has talked several times about how, like Kimiko said, that thinks her powers are a curse. Would love to be without them. But there's really only one way for her powers to be taken away. And that's Soldier Boy. So they could do that. I, 
I, mean, I wouldn't put any money on this. I don't think they're going to depower Maeve. I think Maeve's going to keep her powers. Like I said, I think there's a bigger story forming here. Again, no inside information. I'm totally guessing about this, and I'm not even willing to put any money on it. I'm just saying I kind of feel like there's a bigger story developing, an almost Civil War-like storyline. And I think Maeve is going to be a front piece of that. Could be wrong, but we'll find out. All right. Um, Sam also writes, I saw someone predict that A-Train would get Blue Hawk's heart transplanted. Sick twist of fate. I didn't see that prediction, but if somebody did predict that, damn good job. But I would ask this. Rewatching the previously on The Boys at the beginning of the episode, man, Blue Hawk's body was pretty messed up. I have a hard time believing the heart was perfectly preserved, that you could transfer that into another person. Again, suspend disbelief. But go back and watch that because Blue Hawk's body is really messed up, like really mangled. So I don't know. This is kind of a thought I had there. All right, uh, let's see. <clears throat> Next up, we have uh, what D. Wild writes. Toon's reenactment is what really happened, not bomb. Toon's reenactment is what really happened. Oh, yeah, about the 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 team taking down. There was, wasn't anything that took Soldier Boy out. It was the team that took him down, and then they put that gas on him to knock him out. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're 100% right about that. I think that's exactly what they were saying, D-Wild. I think you're right. All right, Rhett Proctor writes, Man, what an episode. Soldier Boy really is an unhinged psychopath who was a bully to his team, and he deserves everything that happens to him. I hope uh, Mother's Milk defeats him. I'll be honest with you, like a lot of other things in The Boys, where the one person who you think is going to be the one to take out somebody doesn't end up being the one to do that. I think Soldier Boy gets taken down. I think Mother's Milk will be happy about it. I don't know, Rhett, if Mother's Milk is going to be the one to do it. Now, granted... Milk and Frenchie are the ones who discovered what gas they need to knock him out. Probably the same gas they used to knock him out in the Toon reenactment, right? So they could. They could. But I also wonder if maybe Billy kills him or I don't know. Or if Homelander kills him. You know, there can only be one. I mean, maybe there'll be a little bit of that in there, Rhett. I mean, I don't know. I'll have to wait and see. All right. Next up. Sam Fisher writes, Noir animations reminded me of Happy Tree Friends. Yeah, no, and that and a number of other things, right? Again, that is just, every time you think that the boys can't do something more cool and creative, they go out and do something like that. Moda Awesome writes, also a great show for Anthony Starr's Banshee. I've heard people say that. I've never seen Banshee. I've honestly never seen Anthony Starr in anything other than the boys. I'm going to have to go and check that out sometime. All right. Sam Fisher writes, did they say who Homelander's mother was? No. Soldier Boy said he did it in a cup. Is his mom Stormfront? Again, I lean towards no, but that one theory about that maybe even Stormfront didn't realize she was Homelander's mother. That it they didn't inseminate her, but rather they they harvested her eggs and then just literally made him in a test tube and neither Soldier Boy or Stormfront knew that they were his parents. That's possible. Let's see. All right, Rhett Proctor writes, I like some of Soldier Boy's one-liners, like when he said, I'm going to slap you like Connery. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to slap you like Connery was one. The other one, I think it was last week. I can't remember if it was this week or last week. But when he starts talking about Bill Cosby, 
He says, man, Kaz could make a strong drink. He did not just say that. Like when, I'm sorry, that was to me, was one of the most jaw-dropping, funny, and it's like, oh my God, they said that. Lines that I've seen in a TV show in a long time. Yeah, Kaz, he can make a strong drink. Oh my God. Like I, I just couldn't believe they said that. Yes. Soldier Boy has some great one-liners, man. Absolutely no doubt about it. Okay, uh, let's keep going here. Next up, we have... Who was that? That was Rhett. Uh, Sam Fisher writes, My guess is Noir's injuries were actually from Soldier Boy, and we were meant to assume it was from the explosion in Episode 3. Well, again, it, it could be both, right? It could be both. Remember that, like a lot of soups, Noir has an accelerated healing power. So, it's totally possible that one did happen uh, and then healed from it, then another one happened that for some reason didn't heal from it. I mean, I I don't know. Uh, but I'm sure they will give us an answer on some level at some point here. All right. <clears throat> Sam Fisher writes, I also heard a theory that Noir is Vought's fixer and has always been reporting on Homelander to stand and board. Oh, that, I have no idea. I, I, I'm sorry, not no idea. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. I, I think I think that Black Noir, while loyal to Homelander, I think Noir's first loyalty is to Vought. And I think we saw that in season two when Black Noir hunted down Huey and Billy and had Billy up against the wall by the throat and handed him the phone with, with Stan. I think that made it pretty clear that Noir's first loyalty, while he is loyal to Homelander to a degree, his first loyalty is to Vaught. All right, <clears throat> next up, Sam Fisher writes, uh, also, how effed is Mother's Milk and the Stepfather? Yeah, they've, they've clearly gone and made the Stepfather an idiot. Like, I thought it was going to be one of those cool things where, like, the mom found another guy, and he's legitimately a nice, good guy. But what he said to Mother's Milk was really messed up. Mm, now I get it. I I don't know. They were in the they were in the heat of a pretty heated exchange, and you know when you're a stepdad, I can only imagine. I'm not a stepdad, honestly, but when you're a stepdad and you live with that child and you give everything you have to that child and you truly love that child, to have the biological dad come by and say you're not her father, you probably you can probably be forgiven that you'd want to say something very sharp and hurtful back to. I can only imagine that as a stepfather, that you do pour all of your love into this child as if they were your own, only to have the biological dad come down and say, you're not her father, <clears throat> which while true, was kind of a dick thing of mother's milk to say. Because that, that guy, as much of an idiot as he appears to be, what I think what is also pretty clear is He's honestly trying his best, right? Like as, as naive as that guy might be, and he's like, oh, he's a Homelander fanboy and all that kind of stuff. What I think the show has made clear up to this point that as far as trying to do right by the mom and do right by the, by the daughter, he's trying his, he's really trying. And he's trying to be a good stepdad. He's trying to provide a good home. He's doing his best. So I... That's, again, good writing, man. <clears throat> it's good writing. I like that so much. All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, 
Suthius writes, so the Nicaraguan story told, told to the boys was a lie? I don't think so. I think that was totally the truth. If you're just talking about like what happened with Black Noir and how his face got messed up, again, I think there's a dozen explanations for that. I, I don't think that the, that story was a lie. I think that story was true. All right. Um, Sam Fisher writes, Soldier Boy being Homelander's dad feels like such an obvious twist. We should have seen it coming. Those are the best kinds of twists, Sam, that when they happen, you think that was obvious. We, we should have seen that coming, but we didn't. I don't like twists. <coughs> Here's the thing. I don't like twists in shows and movies that when the twist is revealed, you're like, there's no effing way we could have figured that out. I go, as it turns out, I am the Countessa. Well, wait a minute. If you go back through the movie, there was absolutely nothing in the story up until now that even remotely made it even seem possible that you know, Mauricia was the Countessa. Like that kind of twist always pisses me off. Like look at the twist at the end of Sixth Sense, right? When, when you find out that Bruce Willis has been a ghost the whole time, it shocked everybody. But when you go back through the movie, you're like, oh yeah, all the signs pointed to it. We should have seen it coming. And I felt the same way, Sam. Like when we find out that Soldier Boy is Homelander's dad. If Soldier Boy's telling the truth, for all we know, Mind Popper or whatever that character's name was could have told Soldier Boy something completely different. But let's assume for a second he told him that he's Homelander's father. You're right. When you look at the structure of the story and you understand everything that's gone on with these characters, that makes total sense. So it's the best kind of twist. It's the best kind of twist in these things. All right, guys, listen, that'll do it. Oh, actually, no, that, that won't do because I had a couple of our channel members write in a couple of things as well. Uh, let's see, where do we got here first? Um, where are we at? Ketchup on Eggs wrote in and wrote in, my heart truly broke for Black Noir this episode. Does this mean he once talked but stopped after part of his brain was ripped out by Soldier Boy? I loudly gasped when I saw... Uh, the talking animals. Well, we do know that he talked because of episode three. We saw him talk, right? He talked a lot. Even in this episode, as they were doing the flashback, he talked. Did he stop talking because of the brain injury? Why wouldn't his brain injury heal? That's a really good question, man. All right, Simon. Um, where are we? Simon uh, uh, Burkus writes. Hope I'm pronouncing that right, Simon. <clears throat> Simon writes, the way this show is able to balance such serious themes as well as being completely hilarious, is phenomenal. I am absolutely in love with this show. You're absolutely right. And it all comes down, Simon, to the writing. The writing makes all that real and tangible and feel grounded in the midst of all this bombastic craziness that they do. It's insane. Um, Brandon Townsell writes, What's up, OG Campia? This show is so damn good. The scenes where Maeve says it's the first time she's seen Homelander scared was fantastic too. And again, that's a theme, right? Maeve is saying, huh, you're scared. Starlight saying, I'm not afraid of you anymore. Even the agency girl who double-crossed uh, Stan is like getting right in his face now. Like he can still kill her, but she's like getting right up in his face now. So like all of this stuff is absolutely crazy. One last one came from an average movie fan who wrote in, 
I truly love your channel. Keep doing the best work. Oh, thank you so much for that, Average Movie Fan. I appreciate that very much. And okay, guys, that's our hour. That'll do it for this installment of our The Boys open spoiler discussion for Episode 7 of Season 3. Thank you so much, guys, for being here and joining me on this. We've got one more left to go. Cannot wait for that finale, although I'm dreading it being the final episode of the season. But whatever. Hope you guys will come back and join me for that. Uh, what else? I am going to try to do, just so you guys know, an open spoiler discussion for Stranger Things Season 4 this weekend. Uh, sometime this weekend. If it doesn't end up being this weekend, maybe it'll be Monday. But I'm going to watch Volume 2 of Season 4 tonight. And then maybe tomorrow or Sunday I'll do it. You guys, I'll, I'll mention it on the community tab what we're going to do about it. But we will be doing an open discussion of Stranger Things Season 4 now that Volume 2 has dropped. Okay, guys. That'll do it for me for now. Thanks a lot for being here. My name's John Campia, and until next time, my friends, bye-bye.